did. I just felt like getting out of the house, maybe cheering up my dad a bit. It turned out to be a fantastically good job I went. It was just getting dark. Me and Dad walked along, not saying much. I was thinking about having to go to school tomorrow, and I suppose Dad was thinking about not having to go to work anymore. But it was kind of comforting somehow to walk along together in silence. A few streets from our house, there's a bit of forest where you can let dogs off the lead. William ran backwards and forwards looking for a stick. He found one and dropped it at my feet. I threw it and he galloped off after it. So, said Dad, tell me a bit more about school. It was all right. What lessons did you have? Oh, you know, English and stuff, the usual. You're Mr Communicative, aren't you? Did you make any new friends? Well, not yet. I just went around with Evan. But do they seem nice there? It's a good atmosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. I'd already decided I wasn't going to lay the scorpus problem on him, but after hearing about him probably losing his job, I wasn't going to even more. I didn't want to add to his worries. Billiam came bounding back with a stick. I threw it again and he galloped off after it again. Dad pointed upwards. Look! A bright silver streak was moving across the velvety blue sky. Is that a shooting star? That's right. You can make a wish on it. Dad laughed. <laughs> well, that's the story. It's really just a meteor burning up as it hits the Earth's atmosphere. A chunk of rock from space. So I don't quite see how it could grant wishes. Well, I'm going to wish, I said. You never know. Better hurry up then, before it burns up. My mind started working fast, as fast as the meteor. I could wish that Scorpus would leave me and Evan alone. Or that I was so strong I could pick him up and chuck him over the school wall. But then, what about Dad and his job? Maybe I should wish he'd keep it, or even get a promotion. And then I thought, if I wished for a million pounds, it wouldn't matter about his job. And it was then I thought, what if I wished for a million wishes? Then I could take care of everything. I want to make it clear that I didn't actually believe in the wish at this point. I didn't really think a piece of hurtling space rock could or would change the world for me. It was just comforting to think about it. Like it's sort of comforting to pray sometimes, even if you don't believe in God. So I said, in my head, I wish for a million wishes. The shooting star disappeared behind the trees. My dad's like, did you wish? Yeah, I wished. What for? Better not tell, or it won't come true. My dad gave a little smile, a sort of slightly weary, grown-up smile. I don't expect it'll come true anyway, Sam. No, I suppose it won't. But in my head I was saying, I wish Scorpus doesn't beat me or Evan up tomorrow, and I wish Dad keeps his job. Which meant, theoretically, I had 999,998 wishes left. I didn't bother to wish for the million pounds, though. That seemed a bit too unlikely. We turned back and went home, and I went to bed. The alarm clock went off like a bomb, bursting through an uneasy dream I'd been having about running through the school corridors being chased by Scorpus, and I kept slamming doors behind me, hoping to get at least two closed doors between me and him. But every time he flung open the previous door, before I could shut the next one, if you see what I mean. In books and films, people always sit bolt upright in bed when they wake from a bad dream. But of course no one ever does that in real life. What you do is what I did. 
Just lie there, feeling relieved it was only a dream, waiting for your heartbeat to slow down. Except in this case, I realised, there wasn't much to feel relieved about. The reality was as bad as the dream. Sam, are you up yet? My mum's voice came floating up the stairs. The clock said 7.30. There was a parallelogram-shaped patch of sunlight on the wall at the end of my bed. Sam, time to get up! I wish it was an hour earlier, I thought. And that's when things got seriously weird. My mum's voice stopped instantly. The clock said 6.30. And the patch of sunlight wasn't at the end of my bed, but at the corner of the room. And it wasn't a parallelogram anymore. It was more like a rhombus. This time I did sit up, not bolt upright, but I struggled into a sitting position and clutched my head. Maybe I was still dreaming? But it didn't feel like it.